you literally have to feel comfortable feeling uncomfortable with the situation. You have to be able to stay calm, stay cool, and finish the run no matter what without letting anything bother you. And I think that goes in any event, and I think that goes with any kind of situation that kind of gets thrown at you. This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Hey, everyone. We are wrapped or we have wrapped up day number four at the Cinch USTRC National Finals here in Fort Worth, Texas, and I am sitting here at the what do you call this? The, pre- the Prefect Sports Desk. The Prefect Sports, Sports Desk. But actually what we call this is a rose between two thorns. Ah, True That's that. what we call this. Yeah. Yes. A rose between two thorns. Yes. I got... Beauty and the Beast is... is, is, is <laughs> plural. 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 <laughs> plural. Yes. There we go. I got Drew Stew. You can't see this. This is a podcast. But I got Drew Stew here on my left and I got Ben Clements here on my right. Joining me on the podcast for tonight, brought to you by our friends at Resistall. You guys, announcing, doing all the things, interviewing winners. I want to. I want your guys' take on the U.S. Finals so far. Well, um, it's been a really great finals. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it absolutely has. How many um, have you been to, Ben? So I have been to every U.S. Finals since 19... I've announced at every U.S. Finals since 1997 until last year. I graduated high school in 98. And uh, Well, I was a sophomore in college in 97. <laughs> and I went to the U.S. Finals announcing. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, good stuff. But, um, you know, it's uh, Fort Worth is a great home for it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Oklahoma City was good for a long time, mm-hmm. but... Fort Worth is the next step, and um, it has been phenomenal with the three arenas. Um, you know, if you if you rope in the first arena, you're like less than ten minutes before you're done, and uh, then you get to either go do whatever or mm-hmm. wait around for the short round. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, there there's people everywhere. Um, you know, I haven't been through the trade show much, but I, I'm thinking it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's lots of foot traffic. There's lots of people watching. Um, so I think it's been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I would have to agree with you on that. Yeah. What about you, Drew? Man, I, I you know, I got to rope a little bit the last couple of days. And just so you sit there and you just talk to guys and ask, I don't know, probably 20 people that I have no idea who I was talking to. Just ask them, hey, how's it going? And everybody mm-hmm. was like this is awesome to go rope. And like you said, it took nine, uh, John English followed a team around earlier today, like a random team was just like, I'm going to follow him from arena number one to the pavilion in arena number two to the Will Rogers. And he came running in here like he was a kid. Like he was like, I was down here, Lane and I were doing something. And he's like, Hey, you got to see this. You got to see this. And I'm like, Oh man, what happened now? Yeah. You know? And he's like, you got to see this video or, or this deal on my phone. So I look at it. And it says 9.28. And I'm like, what in the world is 9 minutes What's and that? 28 seconds? Like, what, that means absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to me. It's like, that's how long it takes to rope your first one to your third one. Yeah. Like, that's, that's mind-boggling. Bad. Yeah, in under 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you can run. And, you know, as a team roper, 
you want to ride that like it's cool to go bang 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 well you know it, it really is i mean i mean you know if you make your run in the first round and things go the way it is and uh, all right we're ready mm-hmm. we're dialed and then you don't have to wait for an hour to run your second one you just ease right over hey I know what's what mm-hmm. we're gonna do. Here we go, and we rope our next one. Mm-hmm. And then you know if things go well again. You're right there to the third one. It's no time at all, and you've completed and executed exactly what you've been practicing for for however long, mm-hmm. and it works great. Yeah. Instead of like, all right, we roped our first one. Now yeah. it's uh, yeah. two and a half hours before our second one. Yeah. I can't even. Did we catch our first one? Yeah. yeah. Did I make yeah. it back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You know, it was pretty neat. Ty, Ty Yost and I were both healing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went over and relieved TC in the third arena announcing just so I could let Ty know what it looked like in the third arena because we, <laughs> neither one of us could even make it that far. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it's just the ropers are having so much fun. And like I said, just talking to them there, one guy was like, you know, the old, he, he's like, I, I, I got one thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, here we, you know, here it comes. And he's like, that $5 parking. And I was like, really? And he's like, that. nah, I'm just kind of kidding with you, you know. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, no, I do got one thing. And I'm like, oh, boy. But he was like, yeah, the $5 parking. And I yeah. was like, really? He's like, no, it ain't no big deal because the flow's working. Mm-hmm. Everything's just working. You know, like you say, talking to Walt Eddie, the trade show's going great. You know, horsepower boots. We were up there in the booth a little bit while you guys, right when they were doing the T-shirt throw, mm-hmm. I was sitting up in the booth talking to Courtney. They're tickled to death. Mm-hmm. And that, if if that's what what horsepower boots is doing and NRS is doing, and then Joe has been shaping hats non-stop. constantly in the resist all booth. Yeah, nonstop. His fingers have got to be like raw from sitting there shaping those hats. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's just, and that's cool, and everybody's mm-hmm. smiling and fun, and I don't know, it's, it's man. Been, it's been great. The weather's been good. Even even the rain, it, it's not deterred anything. It's it's just been a great week yeah. so far. And, and and you know, and the thing about it, it, there's a lot left to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a, I we say, got a thousand more tomorrow. There's there's a lot left. There's a lot more winning mm-hmm. to be done. There's lots more, you know, stories to be told, champions mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. made out there, and and you know, that's that's great it's wonderful yeah it is we're here's just some quick stats that we drummed up a little earlier today so so far just just today from Mm -hmm. today the last four days 3177 total teams in four days and that's with a half day so it's like three and a half days 3177 we've paid out over 1.4 million we've given away 16 buckles 10 saddles 20 pairs of horsepower boots 20 resist all hats Mm mm-hmm and uh, individuals that have entered, which this is a big number. There's 1,500 individual people. Yeah. That's insane. That is. That's awesome. 1,500 individuals, and that's just to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we still have a lot more roping left. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so you just speak about that 1,500 individuals, so a long time, which it's, it's an older study, but it's, it's probably mm, seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. when we did the study mm-hmm. but that study said that for every individual team roper it was times two and a half mm-hmm. that's who came with yep. for your economic and impact for your economic mm-hmm. impact mm-hmm. so you know i mean that's bringing some folks to town yeah and it and that number is probably even higher coming to an event like this yes. you know that's not just going you know 
couple hours away to the local jackpot, that's mm -hmm. that's coming to the U.S. final, so you're probably bringing more than that with mm -hmm. you. Well, it looked like the interview you just did here a second ago with our winners, you know, there's moms, mm -hmm. there's dads, there's brothers and sisters right there. That's yeah. just one side of that deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and, and that w w an interview, I think yesterday they talked about how how the families here when you walk around here it's not just team ropers no it's it's it is a ton of kids and i mean little kids and moms and strollers and it's got that yeah family deal to it yeah. so it's it just feels awesome it, it, it's been awesome absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we're pretty lucky pretty fortunate I think. I think it's awesome and honestly like like we were talking about the three arenas i think that is so great i know last year that third arena in the Will Rogers Memorial Center arena that was jackpots and you know the horse show deal and all that last year and I think adding that making that the third round has really helped not helped the event but it's running so smooth no I think and it has helped the event uh -huh. I you know um I didn't come up here last mm -hmm. year we had stuff going on but but um you know I I think <clears throat> being able to to not have any um, downtime for a mm -hmm. roper. I mean, your your only downtime is is getting ready to ride in the box of the yep. first arena, and then once you start, you know, it's it is just like we said, it's that continuous flow there. And so when you ride into the second arena, you're not waiting. Yeah, it's it's you know, yeah. get your runs you keep done. your mind right, and you just move right on right on through. And so yeah, I, I'm gonna step out on a limb and say it's helped. It's helped. I mean, it's yeah. it's made a difference. Yeah. We, there, there was talk like, well, as we get later, you know, later in the week, the catch, mm -hmm. catch percentage goes down. It's just part of the game, mm -hmm. you know, it's just part of the number system, why the number system works. But the catch percentage goes down. So like, well, maybe we go back and start jackpotting in the Will Rogers Arena. Well, John English made a one, the greatest point to keep the three arenas that I thought was made. And he said, why, why take that away from the nine ropers and the ten ropers? Because... Mm -hmm. You know, they're first. They're the bill payers. Mm -hmm. You know, look at this roping we just got done with. It's yeah. huge. Probably the biggest rope in the week. Yeah, are pretty dang close anyway. If it's not, if it's not number one, it'll be number two. And the nine ropers. I want. The, he, John was all about the experience. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's that's that experience. Who cares uh, so, about a jackpot? So, like, you know, I mean, sure, sure. We you know we paid out a lot of money right there, but but when you look at it, the people we paid. They had a good experience, uh, yeah. but you want those rest of those 500 teams mm -hmm. to walk away with a great experience, experience. as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, Absolutely. you know, you, you want the experience to lie with the majority. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think, th I think that's a great statement. Don't, don't take it away from them. You know, let, let them be a part of the whole thing as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. It's just awesome. It is. I mean, it's just awesome. The whole deal and, and from the competitor side of it, it was cool. You ride down here and you literally just, you, you think you know what it feels like and mm -hmm. then to go climb on and do it, I'm telling you, it feels cool. Yeah. It yeah. feels really cool to pull the heel rope out right here, coil it back up and like if you rope a leg like I did or whatever, <laughs> but you got to get over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you got to get over it right now. Yeah. Cause you're moving or, on. Or, or if you catch, you're like, let's go. Mm -hmm. Like then you can't get to that arena fast enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's just, and you it's see like those the adrenaline's guys, going. The, you're, yeah. Your adrenaline's up and it's just, it's so cool. Cause you're like, and you literally like literally ride into the boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You do not wait in no. any rope that we've had. You do no. not wait. Mm-hmm. And that's great. It's awesome. 
You guys, so. and you know, speaking of keeping the ropings going, obviously the announcers are a big part of that. You know, everyone riding the box, everyone go. But you, you guys, I feel like the most under you know talked about guys are the the crew down below oh, pushing man. up steers oh, loading steers like i you know we gotta talk about that crew as well, well. yeah you talk about it doesn't matter what oh, what team roping it is that's the backbone of the whole mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. um you know i mean it doesn't matter how good of an announcer you are if mm-hmm. that guy doesn't have the steer loaded mm-hmm. that guy can't nod his head you it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you do yeah. You can't run a team. So, you know, the, those those guys loading them, turning them out, stripping mm-hmm. them, bringing them up. I mean, they're mm-hmm. the they're the true meat of what's mm-hmm. going on. All day. And from- the hours. The hours. Yeah. So I was just going to say the hours. There's, so everybody else, you know, 7, 8 o'clock, we mm-hmm. can roll in, uncoil the microphone and plug it in, and we're pretty well good to go. Get mm-hmm. the computer set up. Those guys, especially here, mm-hmm. they're bringing steers from back over. I, I know it's a podcast; you can't see me pointing, but <laughs> back yonder, back way. yonder yeah. way. And they have preferred alleys all over God's country back mm-hmm. here, and they've got to run all of those steers over there, and then they got to bring them. And they're holding steers over in the Will Rogers. And I didn't think of this. I was talking to oh, Kevin Redstrom the other day mm-hmm. when we got when we got all the arenas set up, and he's like. Oh, and by the way, we run all of these steers through all three arenas because we don't know when we're going to need them. Mm-hmm. So before we ever started, they ran hundreds. Ben, you'd know those oh, more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Through all three. Like, yeah. And they did it through come around, go to this arena, then back out around the pavilion, and then back over there to run so that all of those steers could be used in any – I mean, the logistics on mm-hmm. that alone. How many steers are they going to use at this, Ben? So, you know, I don't know exactly, but you're you're going to be somewhere between five, six, seven hundred head. Yeah. It's a lot of rope and steers. It is a lot of rope It's a lot of rope and steers, and it's a lot – you know, those guys are on their feet all day. All day. We all get to sit down every now and then and yeah. know those yeah. guys are – Things you don't think about, mm-hmm. stripping ropes will wear your oh, hands yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I mean, take the meat to the bone, just stripping ropes. Just today, we, we talk about 3,400 or whatever that number was, 3,144, mm-hmm. whatever, over 3,000. That's talking first-round runs. Yeah. That's just the first round. So what does that equate to, Ben? How so, many runs have we done? So, you know, you, you can figure, you can multiply that by about two and a half, mm-hmm. again, um, to get get out there. But, you know, the catch percentage, we were talking um, over there in the second arena, you know, you're, you're we're sitting right there on a catch percentage in, in all three go rounds of those last two ropings at anywhere from 57 to 62% catch That's rate. good. That is great. That was just a number 10 and a number 11 mm-hmm. open. They're catching them. They're catching them. I mean, that the steers are good. The setup's good. Everything's good. So, man, I mean, you know, you're talking about some serious ropes being taken off. Yeah. Right? right. Oh, my gosh. I can't so you're, imagine. Yeah, you're like <laughs> two and a half, so we're like 7,000 runs. Yeah. Somewhere in that neighborhood. 7,000 <laughs> I mean, and that's you're just all. four days in. And you're mm-hmm. four days in. And you got big ropings left. Yeah. Big ropings man, left, oh, man. man. I mean, you guys, let's, speaking of big ropings left, Ben, I know this is your last day here for this year at the Saints uh, yes, U.S. Yes. <laughs> National Finals. I t- I, now but. I feel like a total idiot on that last day. I just wanted to tell you thanks, man. <laughs> I bro. knew where you were coming I know, from. I know. We knew. Oh, gosh dang if it. If anyone I just watched to- on the Facebook Live from USTRC, <laughs> Drew did not mean to say it's Ben's last 
time well, announcing ever. No, it's just his last year. Ben, uh, ben, I've been meaning to bring in here and have a little talk. <laughs> I'll later out of here. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, this will be your Get last gone. day announcing. <laughs> No, 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 I, no, I have to go put on another rope. Yes. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm leaving. Jet Sharp's coming yeah. in. He does yep. a great job. He's, he's an awesome guy. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you we appreciate you. Let's, yeah. let's clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like a sign <laughs> out. Uh, but, uh, you know, let's talk about what do we have left for the rest of the week here in Fort Worth. Nine and a half tomorrow. Uh-huh. Shootout. Uh-huh. And then what do we have? The nine and a half and the eight and a half legends mm-hmm. tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. The eight we got some dummy roping. Oh yeah, and then on the on Saturday, yep. we've got the Helomatic roping, mm-hmm. which is going to be all, the Junior Looper. Yep, that's going to be over in the WR Water Arena. So there's another arena. That's Arena Four now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun. Have the kiddos over there. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the nine and a half Ram roping. Oh yeah. And they it has it's, full. it's already yeah that's a thousand teams just that roping. Yeah. Yeah. By itself, there's just a thousand in that, and we had to shut it off. So I'm sure there's going to be a little over a thousand, I'd imagine, just to accommodate, yeah, some... to accommodate how all that works with entries here and entries online. But let's call it a thousand, mm-hmm. and then we wrap up with that seven saddle rope, and we're going to give ten of those beautiful Scott Thomas saddles away. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. do that on Sunday. Jeez. And you know, we can't forget we have the Cinch High Money Ladies Award oh, as boy. well. Yeah. Still waiting. There's a ton of ladies still entered. So let's talk about. We it won't know quick. who's going to win that yet. No, until but let's it's talk over. about it. I, I, let's look right here. I bet I can give me two seconds or four seconds. <laughs> Five seconds, <laughs> 77 seconds. So that's what, that's what you've got right there. You guys, leading that right now, Jordy Edens, she won that last year. And she has $15,870 won. And second is Kenzie Kelton with a little over 14000 Rainy Skelton with – um. Close to ten thousand. Morgan Munoz, Munoz has seven thousand, and Hannah White has over six thousand. You guys, it's not over until the roping is no. completely over here in Fort Worth. Yeah, and that's combined. I think we're breaking this down even further into header and healer. So, yeah. you know, I think that's going to be broke down. We're going to look at the the head and money and the healing money, I believe, too. So, I mean, but that's pretty good snapshot right there. Yeah, that's gals awesome. are roping good. Oh yeah. Those are open really good. Oh, yeah. really? So here we go, guys. A stat from our friend Lane over here. Our producer. Our producer, man. Jordy wasn't even in the in the race right here. Yeah. Until coming to the finals. Yeah. That's insane. That is. That's pretty cool. That That's. I feel like she did that last year too, but Just I could be wrong. Sneaks in, gets him at the finals. Way to go, Jordy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you can't discount any of these guys no. right here. No, Anna that's White, a good group she, of ladies. That is a great group of ladies right there. Awesome partners, every one of them. Every one of them. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Well, we've got a pretty dang good crew all the way around. You know, you've been on mm-hmm. the marketing team and, mm-hmm. and Carrie DeCastro back there yep. and Lacey and Audra doing her stuff. Yeah, we're, we have our – we call it the Puppy Palace. Carrie and I got our dogs, so it's, we have our yeah. little Puppy Palace room back there, and we are cranking away on the oh, laptops. Oh, you guys are working <laughs> hard. We've got Lane over here, Lane mm-hmm. Tiltrum, and uh, new to the team here, but mm-hmm. we've worked together for – Yeah, you guys have been Yeah, uh, years, years and years, and it's just been fun all the way mm-hmm. around. I mean, I think everybody's happy. The sponsors are happy. Mm-hmm. The ropers are happy. 
Ben's leaving because he's unhappy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, didn't, I didn't actually know I was leaving until Drew came on. Yeah. Right. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ben, Break like I said, hearts. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, uh, you're fired. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. <laughs> Pack your personals. Yeah, pack your personals. Pack your personals. Yeah, you've got five minutes. Yeah. yeah Get so. out. Yeah. Well, hey, on this podcast, Drew, I got one question. Oh, if you if you order me right now, I swear. I swear. So, are you still feeling like a legend? No, I'm not. And you're, no, no. <laughs> You're not funny. <laughs> you guys, get on USTRC because we got a funny video about he, legends. He, he is a legend. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what? You know, it's hard to be this legendary every day. I mean, you want me to just come out and say it? Yeah. It's just that hard. I mean. We live uh, it every day. Uh, we do live it every we day. We live that's it every why, day. That's why this podcast brought to you by Resist Dogs. We live it every yes. day. Yes. Oh, my that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Audra totally button hooked me with that deal the other day, and I felt so dumb. That was hilarious. I, I mean, I feel dumb a lot because it's just kind of how I roll. But, yeah, she got me. She got me. That is awesome. That is awesome. That was fun. Seeing, like, T. Woolman and Barry Berg and Mm -hmm. Old Deuce on there, that was pretty cool. Some great legends right there. Oh, what? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. We've been having good times. Good times. We have have late nights. Not as late as last year. Thank goodness. The formats have been great here, but late nights. Yeah. But... Yeah, and here we are. The Open's been over for about two and a half hours. And we're and, just chit-chatting. And we're just sitting here chit-chatting because we love it so much. I hope you guys love this podcast when yeah. everyone listens to it. But awesome. Absolutely. Ben, Drew, thank you guys for sitting down with me. Absolutely. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. And you guys, thank you for listening to The Score. And remember, this episode and all the episodes throughout the week are brought to you by our friends at Resist All. And we have a special segment after you listen to us with Peyton Bray, a Resist All Endorsee. So enjoy this episode with Peyton Bray. Hey Peyton, how's it going? It's going pretty good. <laughs> How was your day at the Gold Buckle Beer Open? Let's kind of talk about that, break down that oh, down Oh shoot, it was a pretty quick day for me. I was in and out. Uh, Shears are pretty strong over here. I didn't have no luck. I don't think I was done by the second round, but mm-hmm. it's kind of how it is over here. I feel like guys get really good starts and kind of can dictate make the run pretty easy but i feel like it's really hard to head steers here and it's pretty hard to heal when mm-hmm. the headers don't get out point zero zero over mm-hmm. here so you know it wasn't a good day for me but you know it's all right who were you roping with over here? i roped with koi ramen and then rogers gotcha gotcha and i know coming into here you said it's kind of hit or miss here um what's your history with the u.s ropens well normally uh in oklahoma city gosh dang i absolutely loved it uh mm-hmm. I grew up going there, I honestly, and I, there's a little spot missing in my heart, honestly, because I feel bad for all the kids that didn't have the same opportunities I did coming up, because mm-hmm. I rode there from the eight to the open, and I grew up there just like a lot of guys did, and gosh dang, they did such a good job, and the ropings are so nice, and you can rope all week and win really good money, and they're doing it over here in Fort Worth, and everything's good, and I just, you know, I kind of, I'm a one one rope and roper now, so, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, but just the, the arenas over here, it's really small. And it makes it pretty tough. They have really strong steers, and so you know it, it can either go your way or it's not. So mm-hmm. kind of it makes the conditions a little tougher because the is a little smaller. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <clears throat> no, that's cool that you can kind of break that down just because it is different. It's different location, different yeah. arena, different setup. Everything's right. Everything's way different. But I know they're 
if <clears throat> everyone's trying to get it back up and running mm-hmm. and get it going. No, again, no. But. Yeah, no, everyone's very appreciative that they're having it in Fort Worth. You know, it's a great mm-hmm. facility here. I'm not, I'm not talking bad about it at all. It's just mm-hmm. the smaller arena makes the, the conditions a little tougher. The cattle are a little fresher, a little stronger. It definitely shows. And guys can do a really perfect job to have a really good day. So mm-hmm. the guys that rope today wrote better than anyone, and they dang sure deserved the win because it was a pretty tough setup. Yeah, definitely. We had Dustin Agassiza and Levi Lord won the, the Gold Buckle Beer Open today, and they did. They wrote phenomenal right there. Um, and I think Dustin likes this arena. <laughs> it's kind of He might setup. be one of the guys that actually likes this arena. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of his setup right there. Um, and, you know, let's talk, like like you said, you have the history with the U.S. Ropings. What's your biggest finish at the U.S. Ropings? Um, when I was a sophomore in high school, uh, I win the 13 shootout with uh, Dylan Cosper. Uh, I actually had two callbacks in the top eight, mm-hmm. and I roped a leg for Jackie Hobbs okay. Crawford. Mm-hmm. I, I roped a leg to win first and second, and that's, that's kind of the first thing my mom told me too. And she told me she got told me a good <laughs> job, and she said if you didn't win a rope a leg, you win first and second. But I've, I've always had pretty pretty good success. I grew up roping there, and then I one of the last open the, the first big open check I won. I think Kellen Johnson and I went fifth there mm-hmm. one year, and that was that was a pretty big deal for for us at the time. And we were both just just out of high school and placed in that roping, so that was pretty cool. But you know, I win that one year, I think I won sixty thousand, and then that really that was the biggest win of my career at that time, and it was pretty special. Gotcha. And were you riding slider back then? I know you've had that horse since. I did. I rode him in a couple of them ropings, but I didn't. Uh, I I rode him. I placed him decent up there, mm-hmm. but I rode a. Uh, Actually, a mare I bought from, uh, ended up buying after the U.S. Finals, bought from my uncle. My uncle let me ride this bay mare there. I call her Shasta. Mm-hmm. And my cousin Presley healed on her, and then he let me take her up there. And I actually was high callback in the 15 shootout with Corey Smothers. And I popped off the saddle when I lost my rope to win the 15 shootout. Oh, shoot. And I come right back and was high call with Jackie and up the leg to win. I, I could have won like 130,000 that mm-hmm. week, and I only won 60. So, but that, I rode that mare. She was really cool, and uh, a good friend of mine got her now. So, but I was riding slider that that through the whole weeks up there for a long time. Gotcha, gotcha. So, and like you said, you kind of choked to win some big money back then. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back then and now, you're on the pro rodeo. You know, going. How do you? How's your mindset if things happen that don't go your way? How do you kind of jump back? Do you push it behind your head? Like, how do you deal with all, all of that? Well, uh, rodeo and jackpotting in general, it's, it's, it's a day-to-day deal. I mean, mm-hmm. no matter what you did yesterday, I don't care if you won a million dollars yesterday. When you go to the jackpot the next day, mm-hmm. nobody cares, and everyone's there to, to win first, just like you are. So mm-hmm. I feel like you got to keep your highs not very high and your lows not very low. you got to stay right in the middle. And, you know, just like T-Way and I were laughing about it. He told me a good job because uh, Angelo, because Rogers and I win the sin shoot over there, mm-hmm. and I told him a good job at Clovis, and we were both done by the second round. And he kind of <laughs> smiled and said, I guess we're not telling each other a good job today, huh? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's, it's funny how it works, you know what I mean? He's like, everyone's telling me a good job, and I'm just upset because I didn't do good today, uh-huh. you know what I mean? But it's 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 a day-to-day deal, and, you know, like I said, if, I, if there's anything I really learned my rookie year, it's, you know, not that ever was too bad about it, but, you know, you have so many chances and there's so many chances for money there's so many places to go mm-hmm. you just no matter how good you do you just got to say you know what it was a good day it worked out for me the cards mm-hmm. played in my favor but you know tomorrow's a new day and they're going to ch- come try to beat me again so mm-hmm. you just got to keep it, everything in perspective keep it simple definitely definitely and like you mentioned your rookie year resistor rookie you were the 2019 uh resistor rookie healer of the year um 
Walk me through that year. How much of a learning curve was that year for you? Oh my gosh. And it's crazy to think two years ago, like how much difference things are for me right now. But mm -hmm. at the end of April, Eric and I got partnered up. I went out to rodeo with him and I had $2,500 one. Mm -hmm. And just went out there green, like didn't just amateur rodeoed for a couple of years, but didn't really go to any pro rodeos much. Just went to a couple in the winter. And I went out there with $2,500 one and started, did pretty good up to Reno. And then we won checks every week. I think it was the third high money winner over the 4th of July. And I was just kind of, I wasn't, let's say I was dumb about it, but I just, I was just, back then I was kind of real simple. I just, okay, I'm just going to catch my steers, just mm -hmm. catch my steers. And I caught my steers and I did pretty good. And I wasn't probably at the level I am now, I feel like, mm -hmm. like I'm catching them how fast I was catching them. But I just did a pretty good job. I just caught pretty good. And then Eric did a really great job. And we got to go to a lot more places because mm -hmm. that, that was the last year that everything was opened up. And, yeah. you know, I feel like the world was you know, <laughs> a little different spot then. But it was amazing to go to every single road. He honestly kind of spoiled me because I just loved it so much. But then, you know, finished short. But still, in I think in four months, I won 65000 mm -hmm. which was which is really great, honestly. You know, if any kind of weather, any, if I had any kind of winter or any kind of just a little bit here and there, if I mm -hmm. don't mess up, you know, it, it could go any way. You know, cards could have went any way, and, it, you know, there could have been a different result. But then last year, I feel like, you know, had just an okay winter. And mm -hmm. then, like, this year, like, already got 70000 and it's not even – it's just kind of first of May. And it's yeah. just like, oh, my God, like – Stars just lined up, just did a good job catching steers, but mm -hmm. just feel like the cards just keep playing in our favor. So mm -hmm. it's it's pretty amazing to have this kind of a lead and this good of a start. But, you know, like I said, Thorpe, he's had a great year too. He's mm -hmm. only he's 20,000 behind me, and he's roped amazing. So yeah. everyone's like, wow, you got a mate. I'm like, no, no, I don't because, I mean, Thorpe's right behind me, and then there's guys right behind me, and as good as the finals has been paying, mm -hmm. you don't know until last year. So I feel like when you got a mate, them guys are going to catch you. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep my head down and – keep everything mo moving but you know it's amazing like like even like the cinch shootout for example i get to got, got a chance to go to you know when a couple years ago there's guys coming up or their first couple years they don't get the opportunity yeah so now i feel like i'm that i get the opportunity it's like the opportunity you want to get to be in that situation mm -hmm. and i'm getting in more of those situations and i'm just very blessed to be a part of that yeah 100 percent. no that's yeah. awesome that's awesome. And, you know, we got to talk about you are, you came off of the American win with Rogers. Um, that big chunk of change right there. What's your mindset going into the rest of the season after winning that and knowing you have, I mean, like you said, you, it's not over till it's over, right. but you do have a pretty good lead on everyone right now. Yes, I mean, I know I, it, the cards, the cards, the stars really lined up for us because since there's no Houston, mm -hmm. and the San Antonio didn't pay that good this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we were very thankful to get to the rodeo, but it didn't pay the same. Mm -hmm. So there's really no other rodeo other than the American that pays that much, and then yeah. that was the rodeo that we won. So that's a huge advantage for us. But like you say, though, I would if I'm not saying I'm not I'm just gonna keep my head down and keep doing good. But I want to have a big lead. I want to keep the big lead, but mm -hmm. also I want to have a good year. Mm -hmm. Without the fifty thousand, I want to be able to make the finals, maybe win the world. I want to be able to not not be able to just to have that as a cushion. I want to take mm -hmm. that out. I think I don't have that. Without that, we still have twenty grand one, which is still a really good winner. Mm -hmm. But I, like I said, Thorpe's right behind me, and him and Snow are together. That's a great team, yeah. and they rope really good together. And you know, what I mean, a couple of years at the finals, a couple of things happen. I mean, mm -hmm. we're we're basically tied. I mean, mm -hmm. if if you ask me that, and then Squeeze and TG, they've had a good winner. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have had good winners, and they rope great. And especially when you get them in the finals, I mean, there's no telling what can happen. Mm -hmm. Anybody can catch on fire and change the whole complexion. So mm -hmm. 
I just I feel like just we'll just keep our head down and keep going. I know we had plans over the fourth. We're going to go everywhere we can, mm -hmm. and we're not going to back off. I mean, we're going to go to 65 of the best rodeos and give it our all. Yeah, definitely. And speaking, I was going to bring up the fourth run. I know last year you guys had a great fourth run. Um, Two years in a row we've won over yeah. 17,000 over the fourth. Yeah, that's insane. Just it is. over that short week, Cowboy Christmas, that's insane to do that mm -hmm. two years in a row. Yeah, I'm pretty spoiled. I don't like there's. Any, I don't know how you go out there and not win seventeen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, and going in, and I know obviously last year it was so difficult. Everyone was at the same rodeos all through. You know, it was basically the Badlands Circuit mm -hmm. is where everyone was. Yeah, we started in Prescott, mm -hmm. and then you go to Oakley City, and then you go to Cody, and then you go to the Dakotas. And mm -hmm. It was like amateur rodeo. Yeah. It kind of was. Everyone was going to the same spots. What but, uh, Going in this year, <clears> you know, <throat> like, exactly, everyone's in the same spots, and everyone's trying to get everywhere and hustle, get across state lines. Um, kind of going into it this year, what's your what's your thought process? Well, uh, it's not set in stone yet, but mm -hmm. uh, Luke Brown and Hunter Cook mm -hmm. are going to be our buddy team. And Hunter and I are really good buddies, both the same age. And then we'll kind of let the old guys – kind of boss us around, mm -hmm. tell us what to do, where we're going to rope at. And then, so uh, we're going to try to get buddied up and go as, go, we're going to go as hard as we can. You know, everyone's in a pretty good spot. I know Hunter, uh, he's in a good spot and, you know, we're all really excited to be kind of a part of that together. And we're going to go to every single rodeo we can, you know, everyone's on board, everyone's on the same page. So we're going to, we're going to give it our all and, and do that for sure. But uh, that's kind of the plans. I'm not sure. I can't tell you exactly where we're going to mm -hmm. go and everything. To ask Luke or Rogers about that, <laughs> but uh, Hunter and I are gonna be sitting in the back seat and we're gonna be healing steers. I didn't know that. Definitely. <laughs> I didn't mean to kind of spill it like that, but that's kind of what that was. What we had yeah. kind of talked about plans, buddying with him over the Fourth of July. Awesome, awesome. And what are you? What's in your rig this year? Uh, I got slider, and then I got I got the same two, and I got my mm -hmm. buckskin or my Dunhorse Hue, mm -hmm. and then I got honestly I got two younger horses that are coming up, two mm -hmm. sorrels. I got three sorrels that with blaze faces, and guys kind of have trouble telling apart. They probably think I ride the same horse all the time. The I said you had them all three at Blaze E, didn't yes, you? Yep. Yeah, I was, yeah, I and I, I could not figure out mm -hmm. which one was which. I helped on one. <laughs> Clayton Hass rode the same one I did, and mm -hmm. then Rogers rode one, and then Marty Becker rode one of the BFI, mm -hmm. and I rode Slider BFI. So I had, I had three Sorrels and Blaze faces there, and no one could probably tell them apart. Hardly. Oh yeah, no, that's awesome though. But I got both of them coming up. I am I'm gonna rodeo with T Wade a little bit. Rogers gonna go home. Mm -hmm. T Wade and I are gonna circuit rodeo, go to the amateur rodeos, and kind of jackpot a little bit. Trey's gonna go home, and I'm gonna take them to everywhere T Wade wants to go. So. Gotcha. That's a good run, too. Yes, T-Wade's not bad to have. No, no, it worked out good. You know, Roger's going to go to Arizona for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I know Trey's going to go to Colorado for a little bit. And so T-Wade and I are kind of hanging out. And mm -hmm. we're going to go to a couple a couple rodeos, a couple pro rodeos, and then jackpot a little bit, and then go to some amateur rodeos. So it works out good for everybody. Yeah, that won't be bad. Is Roger's – I know Roger's kind of was having – horse not trouble but um his good freak one accidents. went down freak accidents they're um, gonna be back they are back they should they're gonna be, i'm 90 percent sure they're gonna be back for the 4th of july his done mm -hmm. horse is coming back really good sound mm -hmm. uh very excited about that he'll be back by the 4th of july for sure and then his bay horse uh he's gonna be back too his bay mm -hmm. horse had pneumonia then had uh a, a circuit deal with his heart where his mm -hmm. heart wasn't circulating correctly and there was oh, a wow. short circuit so he's kind of getting that figured out, mm -hmm. but I mean, just I mean, two freak deals completely. Like, yeah. Horse that Bayhead horse is really good, and just kind of a freak accident. So, but he'll have both of them back, and he's so ropey, he does so good. He's been riding a five-year-old at all these jackpots. Mm -hmm. Is it one of yours? Your no, guys's? No. no, that's his five-year-old. Okay. He's been jackpotting on that dun, on the buckskin horse, 
and he's placed the survey on him, and he's probably the only guy in the whole world that could probably go to the jackpots and be competitive on a five-year-old that's yeah. never been nowhere. No kidding. That's awesome. Is that the one that he was writing here, the Buxian? Yes, ma'am. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. his. Yeah. At, uh, it's funny. Him and T-Wade tag-teamed him at uh, Odessa <laughs> at the Pro-Am. First oh, place wow. he's ever really been. And then by uh, the survey, that was his number one. He's the only one he had. He, he placed on the survey. He's placed on him everywhere. He's probably won 30000 40000 jackpot in this winter. Wow. That's awesome to do that on the Yeah, he's horse. amazing. Yeah, that guy shows you how good that guy is. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. It's uh, hopefully, you know, his horses stay sound and everything. He has that great five-year-old. Can he still get on one of your guys? I know last year he was on. Yes, um, yeah. my brother and Rogers kind of share that romance. Rogers been riding a little bit more, but mm-hmm. it, just the winter. Uh, but that mare is probably going to stay home most of the time, unless he needs her mm-hmm. a couple, maybe a couple places. But kind of, it's kind of works out. But the winter, everyone kind of home, and then he'll run a couple on her the day before, and then he'll just take her to the rodeo. But mm-hmm. my we kind of just save that mare a little bit, maybe sometimes too much, but yeah. that mare is so good. And whether my brother wants to ride or Rogers wants to ride her, we just, I don't care who rides her. We, mm-hmm. My dad kind of regulates who, where she goes and yeah. makes sure it's a really good setup. It pays at least eight, nine, ten thousand 10000 before mm-hmm. we ride her because she is so good. And she's not old. She's 14, I think, but mm-hmm. just try to make sure she stays sound and feeling her best and yeah. not really don't want to just take her out and go rodeo on her. Just, just day in and day out, but just really pick and choose where we go because every time we, he rides her, he wins on her. So yeah, we're just gonna not save her in a way, but just make dang sure be real choosy where we where we ride her. Definitely, definitely, definitely take care of the good ones. Mm-hmm. You you don't know when they're when they're yeah. done. Yeah, no, I, and I've been kind of babying the slider a little bit too because I haven't him and my done horse. I haven't really been riding much. I got mm-hmm. them two younger horses that are that are really good, but they just kind of need to go. And I know I'm not gonna take them this summer, so I really. I mean, they're they're good enough, obviously, to jackpot on. But I'm really excited. Like T-Way now, I'll get to really season them because mm-hmm. I jackpot on them a bunch, but I haven't really got to rodeo on them much. So mm-hmm. we're really excited to do that. But then when Fourth of July comes around, we're gonna, he's gonna have his two, and I'll have my two in the trailer, just kind of like the last couple of years. And yeah, we'll. Uh, I actually don't have papers on my done horse. I thought he was, I thought he was 17 or 18 this year, but my. Uh, my guy that does the horse teeth, Nick Abbott, looked at him and said he thinks he's about 16. Okay. So I am I was pretty excited about yeah. that. So I got a couple more years on him than I thought. But he looks great, and he didn't feel like he's 18. Mm-hmm. But he said he thinks he's 16, max 17. Well, so that's good. That's, that's, that's exciting. That's really good. So I got, I got a couple more years on him. So. Yeah, right in his prime. Yes, ma'am. No, yeah, that's a good horse. He's he's pretty easy. So what's your care regimen to keep your horses sound and going down the road? What are you doing to keep them going? Uh, just at the house. uh I keep them. We got. We turn all the gildings out together. We got a gilding, big gilding pasture, and mare pasture. And I, I do like turning them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just I think it helps them just stay more relaxed, gets all the freshness out of them. They don't get stall fresh. Mm-hmm. And Slider and, and Hugh, they get a. I put them on the horse walker, dang sure four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. If I don't ride them, and then they, I don't rope on them hardly at all. I practice on them a couple times, maybe day before or two days before an event if I'm gonna take them to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I got, uh, I got, I got five or six other ones I can ride all the time. So I just, I really take care of them too. I just make sure they're legged up, make sure they're feeling good, make sure they don't get too too fat and heavy. Mm-hmm. And then the other horses I run five, six, eight on a day. And then I got, a, I got one I kind of can torture a little bit and run quite a few on. But I got, I got, I got a good amount of horses. I got them two, and then I got a, a young horse, and then I got a one that's really good coming up. So mm-hmm. I got a lot of them. Even after Slider and Hugh got probably a long time left. But mm-hmm. Even when they're done, I feel like I got three or four that you are coming up. Good strings. That are coming up real nice. I don't really, I don't really, I'm not a buy and sell or trader. I yeah. kind of buy and try to keep and mm-hmm. keep building the herd and keep building them up. Yeah, that's not bad. That's good. Know. And then you, you know how they ride. And they know you. It's, right. I think it's I think really it's good, good too to ride different horses. I don't mm-hmm. want to be 
stuck with one or only can only ride one horse. I want to be able to ride multiple, multiple horses, and I think that makes it easier. You know, if a guy's going to mount out, that he can kind of ride anything and be pretty, pretty savvy on whatever horse. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to have a lot of horses to practice on, and then I think you got. I think the name of the game is horsepower. You know, mm-hmm. I think horses are getting so expensive now too. And yeah. personally, I'm not going to go pay a lot of money for a heel horse. Mm-hmm. I just assume maybe try to buy a nice prospect. Get them going the right direction, and then build them up, and that that way's been better for us. You know, mm-hmm. every now and then you can luck out and find a, you know, diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for my program, it works best for me if I kind of just go ahead and pull, bring them along the way, and that's mm-hmm. been pretty good. It's, I mean, it's kind of a chance in a way. And then if you don't fit you, you can obviously sell them too, and they'll mm-hmm. fit somebody. But I feel like that's more kind of my style. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, Peyton. Well, we're gonna finish off this podcast with what is something learning through the years learning through your resistor rookie year what can you tell or share with the rookies that are trying their best to win that year and title this year in 2021 what what advice can you give them i've kind of built this saying and i've been telling a couple people about it but when they kind of think about healing and think about going through a run or going through a situation and i kind of i feel like i've been trying to uh I try to tell them is you got to be comfortable feeling mm-hmm. uncomfortable when stuff happens and it's a little out of whack or you know it probably goes according to game plan you literally have to feel comfortable feeling uncomfortable with the situation you have to be able to stay calm stay mm-hmm. cool and finish the run no matter what without letting anything bother you and I think mm-hmm. that goes in any event and I think that goes with any kind of situation that kind of gets thrown at you mm-hmm. and I would say too just you know rodeo is extremely hard and I feel like just can't beat yourself and you just got to go do your job I feel like if you just keep your head down mm-hmm. and how you're up at the house how you're up at home mm-hmm. or how you're up against your buddies just even when you go on the road stuff's going to happen just keep your head down and just be you and then mm-hmm. don't worry about it. and then let let the chips fall how they're supposed to awesome awesome well that's awesome thank you Peyton so much I really appreciate you spending time with me yes ma'am anytime